the blessing of God does not fail. He said, the blessing of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow. Every child of God has been given. But not every child of God has received. This is the word lambano. Lambano is an acting word. Lambano means to take. Amen. Lambano means to go and get a hold of something. They that receive abundance of grace shall win in life. It says grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Just worship him. Just bless his own thing. There's no one like him. There's the Alpha and the Omega. The first and the last. Yes, we worship you. We adore you. Thank you for your mercies and grace. Thank you for your presence in our lives. Thank you for your presence in this place, Lord. But now our hearts and minds are open to receive the word of God. I pray for your people. I don't receive it as the truth of God. You receive it as a better way. It will be transformed as your word abides in them. It will bring forth much fruits of the word of God. That grace and peace be multiplied unto them. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Grace to you. Maybe see that praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How are you all doing? How is your week? Praise God. So last week we're talking about um, I believe that was part uh, if I three or four? If I three or four. If I three, right? Walking in righteousness, and we talked about what? You can remind me. Nature of righteousness. Okay, tell us more. Yes. If you want to talk, just raise your hand so that we'll give you a mic so you explain better. Let's see if you learn something so we can proceed, right? Hallelujah. Okay, well, David. Thank you, sir. One cool shouting I really picked out of um, Sunday service. Increase the volume. One very um, cool shouting that I really picked out of Sunday, Sunday sermon last um, week was how we should see ourselves that we are, that we are made for righteousness. That is, it's our, it's our nature. That's what we are supposed to do. It's not something that, that, um, that, um, how do I put it now? It's not something we should see as righteousness. Oh, one big thing. Yes, it's like being a human being. We, I thought of it, like being a human being. No matter how hard it is to walk or to, or to, we just know we are human beings. We are not, not animals. We are human beings. It's our nature to be human, to talk, to speak, even though we don't start out. That, that way, and another amazing thing I heard was we should, how we should esteem, how we should esteem sin, how we should esteem the weight of the flesh, we should esteem then low, not like something like wow, this this way is noisy, but like like rubbish, like nonsense. So that just changed my whole paradigm. Yeah, ah, that's beautiful. Honorable class friend, please. Who else wants to add something? Okay, okay. Closer, church mother. Okay. He reminded us of command and instruction of righteousness, that reproof of correction of instruction, and that righteousness has to be command. That the command of righteousness that when 
God does not allow one to obey. When we get born again, we became him. We get light, burning and shining. And I also made us to know that the nature of righteousness has brought us closer to glory and virtue. That okay. giving us peace and grace. And it has also given us holiness, true holiness. And when we fellowship or worship righteousness, it's the friendship of God. All right. Thank you very much. One of us for her. All right. That's all we can take, right? I have so much to share today. So many words to give you. Like Jesus said, I hope you receive it. First God, so one thing I said last week was I said I gave you a new definition, right? Of righteousness, right? And what was that? I said righteousness means to be what? Friends. Friends with God, right? Wednesday I said I was gonna show you one more verse, right? So that so let's go to James in chapter two. Verse 20. James chapter 2. Verse 20. Either. Alright. Verse 20, right? But we thou, but we don't know, vain man. That faith without works is dead. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was his faith made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled. We see it what? Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for, and he was called what? The friend of God. You see that? That's beautiful. Amen. So I said righteousness means to be friends with God. Hallelujah. And um, I told you, I said, uh, in your life, you've got to determine. Jesus said, you are my friend. Right? If you what? If you what? If you do what I command you, right? This is you're my friend. If you do what I command you. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus said. Glory to God. And I was showing you something last week. I said, um, what James says in chapter 4, he says, friendship with the world is enmity with God. Hallelujah. He said, the friendship, he that wants to be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. Hallelujah. So I said, in your life, you've got to determine how you want to live. Whose friendship is dear to you? Hallelujah. Amen. Whose friendship do you hold dear? Do you hold dear your friendship with God or your friendship with someone else? Hallelujah. Glory to God. So that would be judged when you find yourself in a situation where you ought to speak for God. Hallelujah. Amen. Where you ought to speak for God. When you see somebody doing something wrong, how do you, do you are you able to correct that person? Are you able to, to say, oh, this thing you're doing is not right. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hey, let's, let's check a scenario, right? If you are closer to friend A than friend B, if you are with friend B and you see friend B doing something not right or against friend A, you are not going to be happy, right? You're not going to be happy because you love friend A more. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you're going to say, I don't like what you're doing. You're going you're gonna to talk, right? You're not just going to quiet. You're not going to be quiet and just fold your hands. Amen. Because the one that you love more is friend A. Hallelujah. So the same thing. So who you love more 
is manifested at such times. When you see somebody doing something wrong, do you try to correct them? Hallelujah. Amen. And I told you, I said, it's your responsibility. Don't say it's not your responsibility. It's your responsibility. He has made us the light of the world. Amen. He has made us the light of the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay. So, Second uh, Timothy chapter 2. I've been quoting the verse, but I've not shown you. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. I know that I've been quoting it a lot, but... Um, Second Timothy chapter two, verse fifteen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. See, the word is working in me. It says, "What study to what to show thyself approved unto God." Hallelujah. Amen. This is study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. It's a study to show yourself approved. I said, I was saying last week, I said, some people say things like, oh, they don't want to argue scriptures. And I said, if you know scriptures, there will be times where you need to argue. First God. There will be you'll find yourself in certain um, scenarios where you need to correct some other people's impression. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. There will be times. So you need to stand up at such power when you shoot. First God. But if you don't know, you won't be able to say anything. So it's your responsibility to study. Amen. It's your responsibility to know the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Is he rightly dividing the word of truth? Rightly dividing the word of truth. He says don't add to the scriptures, right? He says don't add to the scriptures. Don't subtract from the scriptures. Hallelujah. But we can rightly divide. Hallelujah. Amen. We can rightly divide. Hallelujah. I want to show you verse second Corinthians chapter five verse twenty one. Second Corinthians chapter five verse twenty one. Hallelujah. Are you there? This is for you had made him to be seen for us who knew no sin, that we might be made what? The righteousness of God in Him. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want to explain this this time now. What does it mean to say? Because people say here all the time, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Right? What does it mean when we say so? Or when the scripture says so, it might be different from what some people mean when they say it, right? Hallelujah. Let's read it again. For He had made Him to be sin for us only in our sin, that we might be made. The what? We might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. This is, we are the righteousness. You know what that means? What's the definition? One of the definitions of righteousness I gave you. So righteousness is the what? Yeah, right standing with God, to be right with God, peace with God, friends with God, ability to do right. And I said, righteousness is what? A work. Right? Huh? In thoughts, deeds, that is considered what? Right. In the sight of God. Yes. Now he says, we are, that we might be made the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Amen. That we might be made the righteousness of God. He didn't say in another place he says that we are we are righteous by faith. That's one thought. Amen. Now he says we are made the righteousness. What what is he 
what does it mean? Some people like to assume it means the same thing, and sometimes we use it like it means the same thing, but it's quite different. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. It's quite different. Glory to God. You see, righteousness is who God is. Amen. In the Old Testament, they knew about God being righteous. Hallelujah. It was revealed to them that God was righteous. And in the New Testament, God is still righteous. Hallelujah. The trouble is that, the trouble is that, because um, I look around in the church and uh, I hear a lot of doctrines, and I discover that a lot of people don't teach uh, righteousness. Amen. Uh, a lot of people like to focus on blessing, prosperity, and, um, you know, grace. And uh, all that is wonderful, and it's good to do that. But you see, if that becomes the majority, or that becomes the only thing you talk about, then there's a problem. Hallelujah. There's a problem when that becomes the only thing you talk about, because it becomes more of a, church has become more of a customer, customer desire. People want to preach what the customer wants. They can see members as customers. So they want to preach what customers want. Praise God. They don't want to offend customers. Praise God. So that you know they will just keep coming, you know. They want to preach what is you know looks what sounds nice. They say don't talk about don't talk about sin, you know. Don't don't you know. So now they say they are not sin conscious. That's why they don't talk about sin. Let me see. Some of us are sin conscious. <laughs> Praise God. And some of us are sin conscious. They, they are not sin conscious. They don't. They like to. They just like to be so ignorant that sin exists. So they say, let's get rid of this sin talk. Let's just talk about we're righteous. You know. You know. Talk about righteousness enough, then, or talk about grace enough. And say we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus every time that people will become righteous after all. <laughs> Praise God. But sounds sounds nice. And you know what? It actually it sounds easy. Because that's the easy way out. Praise God. It's easy to do that. Hallelujah. It doesn't require any spiritual strength to do that. It's easy. It's easy not to be offensive. Or sound offensive to certain people. Hallelujah. It's, it's an easy way out. It's easy not to talk about dressing. It's easy not to talk about fornication. It's easy. It's the easy way out. Praise God. Not to talk about fraud or Yahoo. You know, it's, it's easy. That's the easy way out. So, just preach grace. Just preach, preach love. Love, just preach love, and every, every, everybody will be okay. Praise God. See, after all, God is love. You see, God is love. Let's not be judgmental. Let's not, let's not judge people. You see, God is love. <laughs> Praise God. Yes. God is love, but you see, God is righteous also. Amen. The trouble is that Many of them, they've forgotten, like Paul says, he says, they've forgotten they were purged of their past sins. Many have forgotten that God is righteous. Hallelujah. Amen. So there's a balance between God is love and God is righteous. And God being righteous means he's a judge. Hallelujah. Amen. Hello. Let's let's look at some verse. Um. Yes, Daniel, Daniel chapter nine, verse fourteen. God is not just love. God is righteous. He's righteous. Hallelujah. 
That means he does what is right. See, God cannot do wrong. Hallelujah. Amen. He, he cannot do wrong. He can only do what is right. Praise God. This is Daniel talking. He says, Therefore hath the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us. For the Lord our God is righteous in all his works. We should do it. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's talking about how God punished them. And he's saying that God is righteous to punish them, us. He says, because we didn't do what was wrong. Praise God. Hallelujah. You see, because they say, oh, you know, you know, it's, it's just growing every day. And, and some have started teaching, you know, once saved, always saved. Once you're, you, you, you know, God could never allow his children to go to hell. You know, once you're born again, you can never go to hell. That's what many teach now. They say, once saved, that means it doesn't matter what you do, you are saved. You have saved. But is that what the scripture says? So you see that they are preaching what Paul calls another gospel. Which is not a gospel at all. But to their flesh it is. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look at it. God is not just love. God is righteous. Praise God. Tell somebody. God is righteous. Hallelujah. God is righteous. Hallelujah. Look at that. He says he's righteous in all his works. You can't catch God doing something wrong. Hallelujah. You can't catch him. You can't catch him doing something negative. Hallelujah. You can't catch him doing something against justice. Glory to God. That's why the only way he could save us was to bring his son to take our place. He could not just fash the matter. Praise God. He could not just, you know, remove justice. Somebody had to die for man as a result of the first man's sin. Praise God. Why? Haven't you thought about it? Why did Jesus have to go through those stress? Why did he have to stress himself? Why didn't God just do like this? Because God is righteous. He, he, he could not just overlook it. Hallelujah. Amen. He could not just flash it aside. Glory to God. So, the love of God does not does not change his righteousness or his righteous standard. Hallelujah. Amen. Because many have forgotten that God is righteous. They don't because they don't know what it means to be righteous. They only know how to say we are righteous, we have the righteousness of God by faith. We have the righteousness of that's what they know or teach of righteousness. The status of righteousness. Hallelujah. First Timothy chapter three, verse fifteen. First Timothy chapter three, verse fifteen. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is righteous. We see it in so many places in the Bible. I'm going to see it in the New Testament also. But if I tarry long, that thou may know how thou also behave thyself in the house of God, which is what? The church of the living God, the pillar and the ground of truth. Hallelujah. The church is not a place to make people just feel good. Praise God. Hallelujah. Church is not a place to just be encouraging people. Oh, they very encourage them, you know, lift their spirit up, lift encourage them, pass them. No. The church is a place of church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The place of church. This is the pillar and foundation of truth. Glory to God. 
So we don't try to pass people up. And you don't know. We give them tricks. Glory to God. We give them tricks. And sadly, not many do that today. Glory to God. Let's look at another verse. Psalm. It's all over Psalm. Psalm 145. Let's just take one. 145 verse 17. Psalm 145 verse 17. God is righteous. Amen. Psalm 145 verse 17. This is what they understood in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. He said, the Lord, Jehovah, is righteous in all his ways. Hallelujah. In all his ways. And holy in all his works. Glory to God. Amen. He's holy in all his ways. Righteous in all his ways. Hallelujah. Say, I'm righteous in all my ways. Praise God. Righteous is not just I'm righteous by faith. No. You've got to be righteous in all your ways. Not some ways. Hallelujah. Not some ways. You've got to be holy in all your ways. You're a child of God. You've got to be like your father. Jesus said, be perfect like your father's See, if we couldn't be, Jesus wouldn't have said so. So, if Jesus said be something we could not, Jesus would have been committing an offense in that statement. Hallelujah. He can tell us to be what we cannot. We'll be wrong for him. Amen. You know, we need to get rid of wrong doctrine. You know, sometimes our mind, I, I told you last week, I said, any saying you hear, whether it's from church or from music or institute, that is not, you cannot find a scripture that backs it up. I said, get rid of it. Because even in some churches, it puts wrong doctrine in your minds over the years. Hallelujah. You've got to be scripture-based. Amen. John. Let's see whether God is still righteous in the New Testament, right? John chapter 17. St. John's Gospel chapter 17, verse 25. This is Jesus praying. And he says, Oh, righteous Father. Praise God. Because in right, so God is righteous. He's still righteous in the New Testament. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus says, Oh, righteous Father. He's righteous. The Father is righteous. Praise God. Hallelujah, the Father is righteous. That means He does what is right. Amen. He cannot do wrong. Hallelujah. Glory to God. No wonder, you see, in that dialogue with um, in, uh, Abraham in Genesis chapter 18, and read it later. Abraham was talking to God and was trying to intercede for Sodom and Gomorrah because God said, I'm going to see whether these people are doing what I hear and I'll deal with them <laughs> if I find out. And, and, uh, and Abraham starts talking to God, right? Let's go there. Genesis 18. It's an interesting one. Verse 23. And Abraham drew near and said, We thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked, stolen of God. Peradventure, there be fifty righteous within the city. Would thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? Praise God. Hallelujah. Remember, Jesus says, You are the light of the world. Then he says, You are the salt of the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Salt preserves. Hallelujah. That means we are the priest. We're the ones that are keeping the earth in preservation. That's why the church has to be taken away for the judgments to come. 
the rapture has to occur. Hallelujah. Before the day of the Lord starts. We talked about that last year, right? Yeah. You see? So when the church, the sort of the earth is taking, then the judgment starts coming on the earth. Praise God. And this is similar to what happened here. So God's about to judge Sodom and Gomorrah. Praise God. So he's praying and says, Hey, without, without, if there are 50 righteous people there, you're going to destroy the righteous with the wicked? Next verse. He says, That bit far from thee to do after this manner. This is Abraham talking to God. To slay the righteous with the wicked, that the righteous should be as the wicked, that be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Praise God. You see that? So Abraham is interceding and is challenging God because God just told him, I'm going to check what I heard is doing, is happening in Sodom and Gomorrah. And if I hear it so, I'll deal with that. But Abraham knows Lot, his wife, and his two girls are there. That's four. Praise God. So Abraham says, ah, wait, so. He says, Lord, if there are 50 righteous people, are you going to destroy it? You're going to destroy the righteous with the wicked? He says, come on, you can't do that. How can you do that? He says, you're supposed to do right. Praise God. Hallelujah. He says, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? In other words, it would have been wrong. It would have been wrong for God to do that. Praise God. Hallelujah. What are, imagine Abraham challenging God that way. Praise God. And the Lord said, if I find in Sodom... 50 righteous within the city, then I'll spare all the place for their sake. Hallelujah. You see that? The reason the earth is spared is because of, because of the church. So when the church is taken out of the way, <laughs> then from heaven, the judgment will start coming to the earth. For the wickedness. But I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be here when that happens. Are you going to be here? You better not be here. Praise God. Hallelujah. We will be in the marriage supper. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. We're going to be here when they, have, when they are suffering down here. No. We're going to be up. Glory to God. Alright, let's continue. Alright. Verse 26, right? And the Lord said, If I find in Sodom 50 righteous, we can say, Okay, yeah, we'll read that. 27. And Abraham answered, Behold, behold now, I have taken upon you to speak unto the Lord, which I am but dust and ashes. But eventually they lacked five, and Abraham started negotiating to 45, and he started reducing it. And he stopped at 10. Praise God. But when God went to Sodom, when the angels went to Sodom and Gomorrah, they were not up to 10 righteous people. They were just four. The Lord, his wife, and his two daughters. So what did God do? He took them away. Hallelujah. He raptured Lot and his family out. Praise God. Before the fire started coming down. Praise God. Amen. You see? So the four of them were not enough to preserve the city. So he has to take them out before the judgment came. And that's what's going to happen in the last days church is going to be raptured, removed from the earth before the judgment starts coming on the inhabitants of the earth. Praise God. We have a message on eschatology at 1 to 8. You get it. Hallelujah. Alright. Let's continue. So we see that God is righteous. God is righteous. Let me show you one verse. Hallelujah. Judges chapter 5, verse 11. The book of Judges. It's not Old Testament. Judges after Joshua. Joshua is after uh, uh, Deuteronomy. First God. So after Joshua, you have Judges. Before Samuel. First God. 5 verse 11. Are you there? 
He says that they are delivered from the noise of the archers in the places of the drawing water. They shall they shall they rehearse what? They shall they rehearse what? The righteous acts. Praise God. The righteous acts of the Lord. Even the righteous act towards the inhabitants of his village in Israel. Praise God. The righteous acts. The righteous acts. What are acts? Works. Action. Praise God. The righteous works. The righteous actions. Hallelujah. We get in it? You see, they would rehearse. They would speak of his righteous acts. That means his righteous works. That means his righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. His righteousness. Glory to God. See it again in First uh, Samuel. That will be the next book from Judge. First Samuel chapter twelve, verse seven. First Samuel chapter twelve, verse seven. Are you there? It says, Now therefore stand still that I may reason with you before the Lord of all the righteous acts of the Lord, which he did to you and to your fathers. Praise God. Amen. It says, I will reason with you the righteous before the Lord all the righteous acts which he did. That means his righteous works. Praise God. So when we say when we say we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that's what we're saying. That's what he's saying. He says we are the righteous acts. We'll see it. We'll see. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. All right. Let's look at another verse. Um, Deuteronomy chapter six, from verse twenty-four. I want to. I want to show you something very, very interesting. Ready for it? Ready for it? Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 24. Alright. And the Lord commanded us to do all these statutes. To fear the Lord our God for our own what? For our own what? For our own good, always, that it might preserve us alive as it is to this day. Next verse. And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God as He had commanded us. Praise God. It is. God has given us statutes. It says um, to, be, to be our righteousness if we observe it. Hallelujah. If we do all. Same book. Chapter 9. Verse 1. Three chapters up. Same Deuteronomy. Chapter 9. Number one. I'm about to shock you. <laughs> Praise God. Ready for it? Hear, O Israel, thou art to pass over Jordan this day to gain in and possess nations greater and mightier than thyself. Cities great and fenced to the heaven. This first. A people great and tall. The children of the Anakims, whom thou knowest, of whom thou hast heard of, who can stand before the children of Anak. There's a giant. Giant. Next verse. Understand therefore this day that the Lord thy God is he which goes out before thee as a consuming fire. He shall destroy them. He shall bring them down before thy face. 
so shalt thou drive them out and destroy them quickly, as the Lord has said unto thee. Next verse. He says, Speak not thou in thy heart, after that the Lord thy God has cast them out from before thee, saying, For my righteousness the Lord had brought me in to possess this land. Praise God. Is this sounding familiar? Is this sounding familiar? Let's continue. He said, don't say in your heart that it's for your righteousness that the Lord has brought you in to possess the land. But for the wickedness of these nations, the Lord does drive them out from before thee. Amen. Next verse. Not for thy righteousness. Is this sounding familiar yet? Eh? Not for thy righteous works. Is this sounding familiar? There, like that. Not for thy righteous works, or for thy uprightness of thy heart, does thou go to possess their land. But for the wickedness of these nations, the Lord thy God does drive them out from before thee, that he may perform the word which the Lord swore unto thy father Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Praise God. Hallelujah. Next verse. Understand therefore that the Lord thy God giveth thee Give thee not this good land to possess, to possess it for thy righteousness. He said, For thou art a stiff-necked people. Praise God. He's saying then that you know, they were about to enter the promised land. Amen. The promised land. So God brought them out, delivered them out of Egypt, and brought them into the promised land. That's the Old Testament. Praise God. That's the that's the salvation of the Old Testament. Praise God. Now God is saying, it is not by your works of righteousness that I do this. You catch it? Sound familiar? This sound familiar? We read the verse last week, right? In uh, Ephesians, right? In chapter 2, verse 8. Let's go there. Put your hand in this verse and let's sweep to. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. I want to show you a similarity. Praise God. Okay. Okay. Are you there? Okay. So, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourself. Is this sounding familiar to what it says? It's not, it's not because of your. This is a gift of God. Next verse. Not of works, lest any man should boast. He told them not to boast, right? In their hearts, to say that it is their righteousness that make God to give them the land of milk and honey. Praise God. Hallelujah. He says, he says don't, don't, Moses is telling them, he says, don't think it's, you guys were not righteous at all. So it's not by your works that you guys inherited the, the promised land. Praise God. Are you seeing that? And that's the same thing he says in the New Testament. So, in the Old Testament, they were not saved by their righteousness. They were not saved by their works. They were saved by grace. <laughs> Praise God. Did you get it? <laughs> Rightly divided. Praise God. Amen. Rightly divided. Hallelujah. It is not of your righteousness, praise God. Not of your not of your works. Hallelujah. So in the Old Testament, they were saved by grace also. Hallelujah. They were saved by grace. Hallelujah. That's remarkable. Because some people say, you know, we are saved by grace. How can we, you know, so your works, your works are not. Why will you not be judged by your works? So you are saved by grace. In the Old Testament, they were saved by grace too. Look at that. That's what he says in the, in the Deuteronomy in chapter 9. He says, none of your works. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why when you see Paul cautioning the brethren, hallelujah, in First in, in, in Corinthians, he tells us, he compares us to the, the Jews of the Old Testament. He says, hey, he that stand, take it lest he fall. Hallelujah. He says, don't think you are too, 
like some Christians are behaving. Praise God. He said, don't think you are too... He says, remember what happened in the Old Testament. He told them the story of how they came, they were baptized through Moses in the cloud and in the sea. He said, but yet, when they did something wrong, he said, God killed them. Praise God. So he uses them to caution us in the New Testament. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So God is righteous. Amen. So keep that thought, okay? Process it later. Hallelujah. Now let's go to Isaiah chapter 51, verse 5. God is righteous. Amen. He's righteous. God cannot do wrong. Hallelujah. He cannot do wrong. His nature is righteousness. Praise God. Are you there? Isaiah chapter 51 verse 5. My righteousness is near. This is God talking. This is my righteousness is near. He's talking about something that he's going to do. Amen. When he says my righteousness is near. He's talking about my righteous acts. Praise God. There's an action he's going to do. And he calls it my righteousness. Hallelujah. There's something he's going to do. He says my righteousness is near. He says my salvation is gone forth. So he's talking about the righteous thing he's going to do about salvation. Hallelujah. So you know what he's talking about. You see, and my arms shall judge the people. The eyes shall wait upon me, and no, and on my arm shall they trust. It is lift up your eyes to the heavens and look upon the earth beneath. For the heavens shall vanish away like smoke, and the earth shall wax old like a garment. And they that dwell therein shall die in like manner. But my salvation shall be forever, and my righteousness shall not be abolished. Praise God. Is it happening unto me, you that know righteousness, the people in whose whose heart is what? The people in whose heart is what? Who are those people? The church. Praise God. It says, I'll write it in your heart. I'll put my laws in your heart. The new creation. Fear you not the reproach of man. Hallelujah. He says, fear ye not the reproach of men, neither ye be afraid of their violence. Praise God. He says, don't fear the reproach of men. He says, the world will not like you. Hallelujah. It is you who have my law in your heart. Praise God. He says, don't regard the reproach of men. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3 verse 24. Is it being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus? Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. Hallelujah. It is who God, talking about Jesus, is who God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness. Hallelujah. Are you saying that? We're talking about the righteousness of God. When you say I'm the righteousness of God in Christ, what you what you're saying, what you mean, what this statement means. Hallelujah. He says to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. He says he's talking about what God has done in Christ Jesus. He said God did it to declare, to manifest his righteousness. To reveal, to manifest, to show his righteous acts. Hallelujah. This is the righteousness he talked about in Isaiah that he was going to do. Praise God. Verse 26. He says, To declare, I say at this time, his righteousness. Hallelujah. He says, To declare, to reveal, to manifest his righteousness. Amen. So he's telling you that what God did 
in salvation, God was declaring his righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. He was, he was revealing his righteousness. That it might be what? That it might be what? Just. And the what? Justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, so when he says Second Corinthians five twenty one, let's go there. So when you say, "Oh, he made him to be sin for us, and you know sin, that we we might be made the righteousness of God in him." Praise God. So when you say, "Oh, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus," when the Scripture says so, that's what he's saying. He's saying that we are the manifestation of His righteousness. We are. We are the declaration of his righteousness before principalities and powers. Praise God. Amen. We are the manifestation. Look at it. For he made him to be seen for us in you know, sins, that we might be made the righteousness, the righteous act. Hallelujah. Because God had performed his righteousness in us. Amen. He has performed his righteous act. Is righteousness in us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So that was that's what the statement means when it says, Oh, I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. You need to know what you're saying. You're saying that you are the righteous act of God. You are the manifestation of his righteousness. He says to declare his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier. Hallelujah. Of them that believe in Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you understand it? That's what that, that's what that statement means. Because uh, I know a lot of times when people say what they're trying to say is that they are righteous. And yes, that's true. First God. But what that construction actually means is that we are God's righteousness. Praise God. You get it? We are God's righteousness. We are the manifestation of his righteousness. We are the proof of his righteousness. We are the declaration of his righteousness. You see? So he says, he did it that he might be just. So what God did with us, he did it to prove that he is just. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God is just. God is just means God is righteous. Hallelujah. Amen. You see? He's righteous. We are his righteousness. Hallelujah. We are the declaration of his righteousness. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Bless his holy name. Bless his name right now. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you for making you the righteousness. The righteousness of God. The righteousness of God. The proof of his righteousness. The manifestation of his righteousness. Thank him for his righteousness. This blesses your name. Thank him for the word. Thank him for the word. Thank him for his righteousness. I am the righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus, that's all. Sin has no power over me. I am the righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus, sin has no power over me. God has already accepted me as His very own. God has already accepted me as his very own. Hallelujah. Let's rise and prophesy. Just rise on your feet. Begin to use the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Over every area of your life right now. Oh yes, it's time to declare Rema. It's time to prophesy. It's time to prophesy. It's time to make things. Hallelujah. It's time to make a way where there seems to be no way. Hallelujah. Right now, use the name of Jesus. Use that name right now. Use it over every area of your life. 
You say, in the name of Jesus, I'm walking in progress this week. I'm making progress. I'm moving forward. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, the lines are falling onto me in pleasant places, in every area of my life. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus, I'm walking in righteousness. I'm walking in health. I'm walking in health. I'm walking in prosperity. I'm walking in success this week. In the name of Jesus, I'm walking in everlasting protection. I'm walking in all-round protection. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead and prophesy. Go ahead and prophesy. Yes, yes, yes. Use that name over your health. Use that name over your finances, over your business, over your job. Use that name. Nothing can stand against that name. That name is your name. Use that name. Don't stop using that name. You keep using that name from point A to point B, from point B to point C, from point C to point D. You keep using that name every day. Oh, yes. Don't get tired of using that name. Oh, yes. Don't do anything without that name. It says everything you do in word or deeds. It says do it in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Use that name right now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. I'm walking in progress. I'm making progress this week. The lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. All things are working out for my good. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All my expectations are coming to pass this week. In the name of Jesus. I have favor everywhere I go. Everywhere I go, I have favor. In the name of Jesus. The angels of God are ministering for me this week. They are ministering for me. Oh, yes. I'm not an ordinary person. Oh, yes. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm a victor in Christ Jesus. I'm a winner every day. Every day I win. Any which way I win. I'm a winner for life. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm a boom, not beneath. I'm on top of every situation. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm dealing wisely. I'm dealing wisely. In every area of my life, I'm having good success. Oh, I'm dealing wisely. The wisdom of God is at work in me. Oh, I have access to information that others don't. I'm seeing what others do not see. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Victory is mine. Yes, yes, yes. Professor, professor. Professor of every area of your life. Use the name of Jesus. Your family is blessed. Oh, use it over your marriage. Use it over your family. Use it over your relationship. Use it over every area of your life. Oh, yes. It says, whatever you say in my name, I'll do it. Whatever you say in my name, I'll do it. Oh, yes, precious Lord. Yes. Yes, your clouds are being full right now. Your clouds are being full. It says, when the clouds are full, they empty themselves on the earth. Feel your clouds right now. Feel your clouds right now. It's coming to pass. Everything you say is coming to pass. Nothing is too big for the Lord. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. He says, is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too difficult for me? He says, all things are possible to him that believe it. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Victory is yours. Victory is yours. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are the proof of His righteousness. You are the declaration of His righteousness in Christ Jesus. Yes.
walk in righteousness all the days of your life walk in righteousness in all your ways walk in holiness in all your works because you are righteous as he is righteous yes strength is yours wisdom is yours power is yours glory is yours in the name of jesus no weapon formed against you prospers all that come against you will stumble and fall all that come against you will be as a thing of naught. in the name of jesus victory is yours favor is yours everywhere you go you have favor i command doors to open for you right now doors are opening for you right now everywhere your name goes it goes with favor everywhere your document goes it goes with favor in the name of jesus those that plan to do you evil it will turn out for your good in the name of jesus all things are working out for your good right now he says don't bother about those that plan evil for you he says i'll turn it out for your good thank you jesus everlasting protection is yours yes all around protection is yours in every area of your life all around protection no weapon formed against you prospers yes god give you wisdom in all that you do god cause you to excel in all that you do promotion is yours increase is yours prosperity is yours abundance is yours you will lay up gold as dust you will lay up silver as stones in the name of jesus be healing your body right now i command every sickness to die i command every sickness to go from your body right now be healed in the name of jesus from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet be healed right now be made whole right now i command the headaches to go i command the malaria to die and pass out of your body i declare that you are immune to all you have divine immunity you have divine healing divine health is at work in you in the name of jesus be healed right now you are free from every oppression of darkness you are free right now i command every unclean spirit to leave your life i command that curse to stop right now i disable every curse working against you in the name of jesus be disabled in the name of jesus you are free from every curse you are free from every influence of darkness in the name of jesus yes victory is yours give him praise give him praise Grace to you and peace from God. I am Waleo Kiaya pastor of Center of Truth Church. I would love to specially invite you to Center of Truth. You see, when you come to Center of Truth, you see it's not just another church service. It's a spiritual training institution. The Lord Jesus said that we should make disciples of all nations. That means to raise a people of truth. Many people go to church, but they are not experiencing spiritual growth in their lives. Listen. I tell you the truth, it doesn't matter how old you are, or how young you are, it doesn't matter how rich you are, or how poor you may be, God wants to make you what he talks about, like Jesus. And as you fellowship with us, the spirit of truth will build you up, day by day, service by service, such that as the weeks and months go by, you will easily see the changes and progress that you're making in your spiritual life and in every other area of your life. So, make it a date this Sunday. I would love to receive grace to you. If you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make Him Lord of your life, please say this prayer from your heart. Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe He died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen.